Welcome to the Coffee and Conversation podcast, the podcast that celebrates great people making amazing things happen. This second series of the podcast is presented under the banner of COVID Connections, and I'll be chatting with several of the fabulous people with whom my path has crossed over these challenging past 12 months. Hello, and welcome to this latest edition of the Coffee and Conversation podcast. Uh, I am recording this on a Friday morning. Uh, it is, yeah, slightly cloudy outside, um, but I am pretty certain it's going to burn off and we will have another glorious sunny day. Uh, I am sat uh, today drinking my black coffee. So it is 11.30. Um, it's kind of my 11s coffee, second of the day. So uh, not too caffeinated, but perhaps just caffeinated enough to be able to uh, meander through this next 15, 20 minutes uh, and wherever it takes me. Um so today's episode is slightly different. Uh, it uh, is a bit of a throwback, I suppose, to the first series where I did one episode of me reflecting on what I'd heard, um, the themes that have maybe struck me, and the conversations, the amazing conversations that I'd had uh, during that first series. And having had 16 more amazing conversations during this COVID Connections series, I felt like, um, yeah, I'd like to just maybe um, delve into some of my thoughts a little bit and share with you some of the things that I'm really taking, I have really taken from the conversations uh, with the amazing people making amazing things happen over the last 16 weeks. So where do I start? Wow. Um, I suppose my starting point is how privileged, and I don't even know if that's the right word, but how happy I am to have crossed paths with the people that I have been fortunate enough to talk to in this series. And just the reflection, really, that had it not been for COVID and the pandemic and the thoughtfulness, um, curiosity, um, courage of a couple of people to really pull these spaces together, these online spaces, Creative Bravery and, and the AOB space in particular, um, had it not been for those, then my path would never have crossed with the 16 people, um, 17, because there's, a, there's one episode with two people. But, it, you know, had it not been for the pandemic, the relationships that we formed would not have happened. I think, firstly, that our paths wouldn't have crossed because a number of us are in very different sectors. But secondly, that we perhaps wouldn't have had the time or space or maybe even energy to have invested in hearing each other, listening to each other, and really building connection. And I think that takes me right back to the first uh, episode of this series with Kenny and his quote from Brené Brown, which was around the energy of connection and how connection is when people feel seen and heard um, and valued. And I think that pretty much in that one quote sums up for me um, what has been created and the space that those of us who've engaged in it over the past um well, 18 months probably nearly now, have been, yeah, have been fortunate to to really listen to each other. And I think that is something that I, I think I already believed in a sense in terms of a lot of the um, sessions and the work I do in facilitation around the importance of building the relationship first. And, you know, I remember throughout my time within golf or within other work, when I talk about relationship first, business second, and I think the experience over the last 18 months has just really cemented that and reminded me 
of the importance of getting to know the person behind the job title or the person behind the experience or the context in which you meet them and that taking the time maybe just even not to introduce yourself by your job title and you know work out what you're passionate about and really get a picture of you know what those what makes those people tick um, is really valuable and I think that for me you know the fact that we've given each other that time and space to get to know each other through um, conversation and through what we're talking about and what we're doing what we're sharing rather than rocking up to a networking session and going hi my name is Jane I am a and then putting a label on ourselves so that's been a real uh, a real reflection for me um so many it, it's really hard to summarize I suppose and pick out anything that feels really resonant really important because so many things have, have struck me from you know Marie's poem that she shared the the Benjamin Zephaniah poem about people will always need people that's a link to connection you know that was such a powerful poem and um you know I loved it and it I'd not heard it before and to, to listen to Marie first quote it and then to follow that up by looking at the original um was yeah that, those things were pretty special and that essence of connection and people that does feel like it's um it's building I suppose really and you know Michelle in her conversation talking about the importance of um needing a village you know it takes a village to raise a child and how our connections with people and the diversity of those connections we bring really plays a part in shaping who we are how we see the world and what our experiences are and again that makes me think about some of the connections and the fact that you know we all do come from different experiences we do have you know we come from different worlds sometimes in a sense of um geographical location age um demographic anything that you want to you, you could throw in there and you know the richness that that brings to a conversation in terms of you know allowing those experiences to unfold and there's something that connects I think with my research as well in a sense of really the importance of knowing yourself and really understanding that the experiences that I have as an individual and have had all through my life shape how I see the world shape how I think shape what I believe shape how I approach things and that it's really helpful to take that step back sometimes and hear how other people experience something similar um because otherwise if we don't listen to stories and Geraldine talked in her podcast a lot about stories and the importance of how we tell stories and that that's how we you know in in former in previous years in previous centuries that's how we learnt anything we sat around a campfire and told stories and that finding time to listen to other people's stories and experiences really helps us have a richer understanding of the world and that it isn't just our view there are other views out there um so those yeah those things really struck me um and i wonder actually i wonder and this is a wondering out loud um there's if you think about biases and confirmation bias, I wonder if I'm looking for things because I already believe them and I'm looking for things that support and reinforce what I believe or whether some of these things um, are new and, you know, are just... They're coming up because they're there. I don't know. Let's put that caveat out there. Let's say I'm acknowledging 
that I know that some of these things are important. I've always believed that some of these things are important. Um, so let yeah. So I am putting that little caveat out there that perhaps perhaps I may have an inherent bias, but I think that acknowledging that is is part of the process and part of the learning process. Um, so so where next? Where do I go next? What what struck me? Um, hmm. I think where I'll go next is creativity and imagination and courage and I don't know why I've grouped those in my head or out loud together there feels like there's something in there Paul talked about dreams and imagination and you know being able to look at things in a different way Sophie talked about um you know questions being the answer and it's not necessarily about what people say it's about the questions they ask and you know um where we go with those and where that curiosity takes us and to be able then to to bring that to life and I think Bianca and and Anna and others you know it's that idea of do we really understand what's going on and yeah <laughs> it makes me smile when I think of Anna's podcast uh, and her talking about destruction and how sometimes you need to be you need to destroy something to really understand how it was built in the first place and looking up to see her cat totally destroying her plant in the background um that did make me smile and still makes me smile especially when we're on zooms now and Anna's cat pops up um, at the most opportune moment so I think that cat definitely knows when it's on camera or when it's you know when it's in the uh, in the limelight um so yeah this this you know and I think maybe maybe that's maybe that that's something that tied us all together in these spaces that you know it's about creativity it's about being brave and finding finding the people around you and the place and community and maybe that's the connection for me that goes right back to Kenny's first podcast maybe this is this is what I found I found a community a tribe a group I don't really know none of us maybe really know what to call it um but it's a this connection with people who support each other, listen to each other, um, and feel like you belong there. And again, I think back to my research and this, the themes that came out of great people and nurturing environments, and it really does make me um, think about the connections that we've all built through the last 18 months with people who we would yeah we would never have, have met in um a life before covid because we worked in such different sectors because we're different ages because we've got you know different interests different passions um but there's something very powerful about coming together and feeling like you belong there and i think that's been a real um eye opener for me in in a sense that that has happened virtually there are still people that I've talked to on the podcasts that we haven't met and yet we're able to have those really deep meaningful um conversations where we talk we listen we ask questions we wonder together we ponder we um very often don't come up with any answers and yet more questions um but there's a sense of trust and a sense of um collectiveness and that we're kind of there's maybe camaraderie maybe that's a word I don't know um but that we're able to just be and belong somewhere and feel like even if you don't say anything even if you switch you know you log in switch your camera on and just present and listening 
you still belong and there's and I think that from certainly from my perspective feels quite rare and it feels and I feel still puzzled about how that's happened online and how has that happened virtually um when actually you know a lot of the work I do around leadership is relational it's about building relations with people um and I think I have been surprised well undoubtedly I've been surprised at how powerful and how how that's been able to happen in a virtual world um in a really positive way and I as we start to transition back to face-to-face and you know work out what this new hybrid world or whatever it is looks like there's a big part of me that really wants to keep hold of that special connection that has been created and to not lose it going forward um maybe that's me being selfish but I'm hoping that everybody else feels the same I'm hoping and, and those connections, you know, that brings me on to, I suppose, reflecting back on the conversation with Louise and, and, and Debbie, which, you know, here are two people who, who, you know, I knew beforehand and we had a, you know, probably we'd call it a, you know, professional acquaintance. You know, we knew each other through work. We'd meet up for coffee occasionally. We'd chat about work. But we, through the last 18 months, you know, had regular chats, conversations on Zoom and have developed you know a real friendship got to know each other through that space and uh, it was great last week to be able to meet up with them and and uh, go open water swimming and um have coffee have a stove going cook some burgers um and yet again perhaps had it not been for covid that relationship those relationships would not have evolved as they have and yes we probably would have still met for coffee every so often and we just still chatted um, but it's a very different space and a very different relationship now for whatever reason. And, um, you know, these are valued connections, valued friendships that, you know, will are there now. Perhaps wouldn't have been. Um, but they're things that I really want to hold on to and explore and see where they go going forward. And it feels, what's the word? I don't know, exciting maybe? Um, nice feels too glib a word to use it's not you know it's comfortable hmm, there's a word maybe I don't know comforting and perhaps that brings me on to a conversation or makes me think about a conversation that we had at AOB yesterday around the question of what is love and since that conversation and since the question and maybe also knowing that I was going to put this together and and put a reflective um podcast piece out there uh in some form but maybe that does maybe that that question of what is love really um sparks me thinking around you know the the relationships the people the community the connection and what is love and it was interesting uh, in the discussion yesterday to you know i suppose in my head the love has always been this you know I write songs about love. I write songs about unrequited love often, um, about falling in love and having your heart broken and love being this romantic thing that happens between two people and, you know, is this sort of fear, can be fierce, passionate, heartbreaking, all of those things. Um, And maybe that's what we think of. I don't know. For for me, I I can only speak for myself, but perhaps that's that idea of love is, is, is where... It, it unconsciously that's always been for me and the question around well what is love what does it really mean and 
you know, maybe coming out of the conversations and the discussions and the relationships that are starting to build up and the friendships that are emerging, you know, the question is, well, are there different kinds of love? And, you know, what does that mean? And, you know, do we, in a world where perhaps we often see um, conflict and aggression and hatred and, um, you know, racism, sexism, all of those other things... Perhaps love is what we really need, maybe to quote, love is all around, is it? You know, <laughs> um, I don't know um, what the answer might be, but it feels like something interesting to explore. And I have a, a growing idea in my head um, around maybe taking that forward through the next iteration of the Coffee and Conversation podcast. And um, Lorna and I, Lorna, um, did a podcast in the first series and since then you know I look back and think well, we were probably connections at that point in time who had mutual interests in things we shared some art interests some creativity interests and you know we're gonna put a podcast together in a couple of weeks and reflect back on well what has that transition been from kind of connection to friendship and what's what's in there and and you know maybe exploring that idea of what is love and what does it mean to different people and how does that, how do we see that in the world? Um, because if you, you know, I, I did a quick Google search before we started on here about quotes around love, and there are hundreds, thousands, millions probably, um, that talk about a lot about the romantic side of love, but also the idea that, you know, love will see you through. Uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head what else came up. Um, you know, that love is you know kind of respect trust between people and um and it made me think yesterday of, of two songs two songs came to mind one um partly because we'd started a conversation around measurement and with my with my evaluator hat on you know this idea of how how what do we measure how do we measure effect how do we measure success how do we measure if we've had a an impact on the world um, and the song Seasons of Love from the uh, from Rent came into my mind. And that talks about, you know, um, how do we measure a year? You know, do we measure it in, and I, you know, you can look it up, it's a great song, but, you know, do we measure it in daylight, in cups of coffee, in, you know, what do we measure? I think it's 525,600 minutes. Um, that's the number of minutes in a year. Um, why did what about measuring a year in love what does that look like um and if we think of it as only one thing then perhaps that limits us and you know do we get love in one place i'm very conscious i've said the word love a lot in this podcast hmm, maybe that's a maybe that's a reflection of where my head is right now um but who knows anyway i will perhaps perhaps this is bringing this to the end the close i'll perhaps finish with um uh, the the just some the words from a song that really made me think uh or, or connected and it's the john denver song perhaps love uh, and this song starts with um perhaps love is like a resting place a shelter from the storm it exists to give you comfort it is there to keep you warm and in those times of trouble when you are most alone the memory of love will bring you home now the rest of the song goes on to to ponder i suppose you know maybe love's like a window or an open door or um, maybe it's letting go, maybe it's holding on, maybe it's everything, um, but maybe others don't know. And I think that's probably where 
I would I am curious to to look forward and see what that does mean and um, perhaps love to quote the song is something that's underpinned and woven together all of the conversations that I've had from Kenny at the start to Richard um, at number sixteen and you know maybe underpinning and stringing us that stringing those things together is love it's a love of something a love of conversation maybe a love of coffee maybe a love of questioning um maybe that's what pins us and holds us together and that there's an element of care in there compassion kindness which happen to be three things that i really value and and i would say are kind of my core values um but anyway I think I've probably rambled enough and given, maybe given you a few reflections and insights to, to take forward into this week in the, uh, yeah, as, as this kind of COVID connections as has been draws to a close. And um, maybe to give an insight of what's coming next, I think probably a few weeks break. Um, but I've got some conversations lined up around yeah, friendship and uh, the uh, ACES programme which is adverse childhood experiences um and really just to see where this goes and as ever um i genuinely believe that there is something to be learned from every conversation and that everybody has a story to tell that's worth listening to and worth hearing and that's where i will continue to take this podcast um and i'm also looking forward to going and visiting hopefully grantley grantley school um just a little bit north from me um to explore some fun podcasting with the amazing young people up there and some of the fabulous work they've been doing over the last 18 months um so i will draw this to a close thank you for listening uh please get in touch if you've got any questions queries you fancy a coffee and conversation yourself and yeah stay safe go well and uh speak soon take care you have been listening to the coffee and conversation podcast the podcast that celebrates great people making amazing things happen Uh, my guest today was me um, so thank you me Um, but also a big thanks to you for listening to this episode and for the rest of this series Um, so until the next time take care